Lennart Ingerstam from Kiteboard Racing uh, Group here and Kite Racing Net on Facebook. Uh, here I have Bruno with me. Can you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Bruno Dwanemaker. I'm the Vice President of IKA. And you, what has your role been at this event? At this event I've been appointed by World Sailing to check the equipment of the competitors and to be sure that everybody is using uh, registered equipment. And how has that been? Suppose, is it an easy task? Has it been complicated? Well, it's not easy, but uh, because I think the, the kite servers are like almost people in general. But uh, somebody has to do the job, otherwise uh, the, 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 fa the level fair play could not be there. So, what do you think think generally of the of the the world sailing event in Aarhus? Well, I think it's a fantastic organized event. It's good to be with 1,400 people together on one place. Uh, it has some inconveniences also because that means every class has to give up some of their own customs and some of their own systems so uh, because we have to fit in in the bigger picture. Uh, I've been talking with some of the riders and now it's short track, tight to the fold short track and some riders said that it's pretty tough, tight up at the top mark uh, that the, the course is very very short. What is your feedback on that? Well, there is two sides on this. Eh? One side is that indeed it is short, it means there is some uh, possible carnage at Mark 1 this has an advantage also, this for the media size it has an advantage, you can, you can have some drama, you can have things happening. If you have a very long course where they don't meet each other anymore, then it could be, become very boring. And as kite surface, somewhere we want to give, uh, uh, tell world sailing that we don't like races of 45 minutes where nobody's overtaking anybody. So we try to uh, get a little bit more into the action series and uh, try to have a little bit more, more uh, event-like to see and also for the media things to see. So that's the reason why it's shorter. And we also have to present something to World Sailing that is not the same as what all the sailboats are doing. So we try to some new formats, and one of the formats we are trying is this short track format, which works very well on twin tips, for instance, yeah? and perhaps is not very good on this type of board. So I think if we go further in the future within the class, we already discussed this within our uh, committee, that we would go back to like 8, 10, 12 minutes races, yeah? and uh, the X, uh, X2 course, and not, uh, not these very short races anymore. So you think it's possible to get some compromise, maybe a little longer uh, courses? Yeah, yeah, for sure we will go a little longer. I think the six minutes was, was here is, I think, the most extreme we ever did. And we realize also this is too extreme. So for sure for the next events we will go back to 10 minutes, 12 minutes. I think that's good because uh, some riders got that feedback and it's good that you are thinking about that also. What do you think generally of IKA's roles in the future and the Kite to Foil in the future and, and Olympics and so on? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge step for the sport to become Olympic. Unfortunately, we only got one medal, and that was a fight we had to fight very hard for. But this one medal gives us a chance to become also government funding for the riders. Okay, the one medal will be a mixed medal. It has some, a lot of disadvantages, I feel, because a country would uh, need to have a good boy and a good girl. A lot of countries only have either a good boy or a good girl. But uh, it will also push some countries to put some more money into either girls or boys to get them also on the same level. So it has... A, Positives and negatives. Uh, have you also been involved in the, the slalom? In the slalom for the Youth Olympic Games, you mean? Yeah, yeah I've been uh, very much in involved in the slalom. Uh, I think I love the discipline. For me, it's even more fun than the, what we are doing here. Uh, I love the discipline with all these kids together. The, 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 the courses are, are short. It's easy to follow. You have six or eight people on the start line. The top three, top four advances. Direct judging on the water, so no long protests and all these things. Yeah, I love it. And also the fact that we do jumping in there. It is uh, very, very nice.
But isn't it hard to judge? We had a competition in Sweden and it was like, wow, this is fast, a lot of riders at the same time. Isn't it complicated to, to judge? It is, I think. At this time within IKA, we have like eight or ten people that are able to do it on, on really the top level. And we always try to have the same people on the, same, on, on, on the, on the events. That means they, they learn from their own experiences. And we also learn that using some very experienced kite servers themselves, they can judge very easy who made the mistake at what. Perhaps they don't know the rules, but they know who did something wrong. And so it is not so easy. You can do it with some really good experienced kite surfers. Yeah, or you need to train judges that know the rules very well, but then you need to train them on the spot. Okay, is there anything more you would like to add to this discussion regarding kite racing? Well, what I think in general, and now speaking from the race management side, uh, in general I think that, uh, especially also for the Youth Olympic Games, for the, when the, with twin tips racing, uh, if you are too short to judge uh, something happening at the mark, yeah, you don't see what happens up there with the kites. Yeah? If you are too far away, you don't see the numbers anymore on the back of the sailors. So for me, it's important to have very big numbers and, and a good system to recognize the sailors. Could it be bigger numbers on the boat, on the front end, the back and the shoulders or whatever? Could it be on the helmets? Could it be flags on the helmets? I think there we should work a little bit harder. Also, the same for racing. A bigger number on the back helps the race directors both on the start line and on the finish line to identify the people who are even or early or who are finishing. So I think we have to do some work there. And also in the branding, if I see here some kites from Colombia with the colors of the Colombian flag, I saw some Chinese flags in the, in the past. I think everybody should have a flag. Absolutely. I agree totally. Uh, is it also an idea to have some numbers in the sales and so on? Well, it won't help. Because if you are judging, you don't have the time to connect that kite with that person. It's uh, on the starting line, not for sure. Yeah, because you're looking over the line, that means who board or who person goes over the line. You don't look at the kites up there. So on the starting line, you won't see it if the kite is over of, of who, the, who does the kite belong to. You don't have that depth, in-depth side. Finish line, the same. So I think, no, I think we use the kite for branding and the national flag would be very, very interesting. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it to talk to you. You're welcome.